0: Okay, so this is part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for December 2nd, 2007. And we're going to continue with the study on um, the Lord Betraya. And this is from, I had mentioned earlier, the site uh, that a man had. uh, His name was Eastwood. I think it's like World of Prophecy or something. And, um, or actually, no, it's if you go up on the on the internet, and maybe I, I, what I'll try to do is include some links to his site, but if you go up on the internet and you key in the word Eastwood, one word, Eastwood, and then Maitreya, you'll find it. It's been up there for years. He's one of the first ones that ever really put the information out on this uh, Lord Maitreya. And has really stuck to his guns all these years regarding this information. And and to be quite honest with you, I have too. Because I just... When you look at this information in totality, it's very overwhelming. Now, this is straight from his website. And he says, All these men have something in common. Antiochus Epiphanes, Nero, Most Roman Catholic Popes, Charlemagne, Napoleon, Aleister Crowley, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Benito Mussolini, Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin, Francisco Franco, uh, Henry Kissinger, Juan King Juan Carlos of Spain, Ayatollah Khomeini, Robert Wilson Reagan, Michael, Mikhail Gorbachev, Saddam Hussein, Song Young Moon, Yasser Arafat, Louis Farrakhan, Karl Habsburg, Bill Clinton, Prince Charles, Bill Gates, Uday Hussein, and Jacques Chirac. What a name. Jacques Chirac. Has a certain je ne sais quoi. Sorry. Anyway, But, all these men have something in common. Do you know what it is? That's right, they have all been named by some prophetically minded group of individuals as the beast, the 666. My point is, I am hardly the first, nor will be the last, to try to point the finger at the Antichrist of the last days. Obviously, many of the above named men have already proven their detractors incorrect by dying. (laughs) Because they're already dead, you know, I'm sorry, they're not coming back. So why am I so sure Maitreya is the Antichrist? Now this is this is Eastwood site. He says, now Maitreya has proclaimed himself to be the return of Christ. And and we've already looked at a lot of that. Um, from Share International, they had a they have a magazine too. Um, they say Share International covers news, events, comments, and remember they're the ones that have the the uh, website for Lord Maitreya. Benjamin Cream is the chief editor. Okay. Share International covers news events, comments, burying the pro- priorities of Maitreya, the world teacher, an adequate supply of right food, adequate housing, shelter for all, health care and education as a universal right. The maintenance of ecological balance in the world. The magazine is published by in Holland by Share International Foundation, a non-profit, not in Holland, ugh, probably the most wickedest place on the planet, how, how apropos, Holland, where we have, you know, Amsterdam, and the Red Light District, and things go on in Holland that, I mean, I really think it's like the blueprint for, for the coming world, because that is one wicked, wicked place, in fact, I can't think of a place on earth that's more wicked than Holland, May, I'm, maybe I'm totally wrong, but I'm telling you, it's got to be up there somewhere. The top of, near the top of the list. But the magazine is published in Holland by Share International Foundation, a nonprofit, non governmental organization affiliated with the United Nations Department of Public Information. Now, this is what the Share International magazine said. They've, they're right here saying that they are affiliated with the United Nations Department of Public Information. Oh! Now, you got to think is there anybody else the UN? that you really know of is pushing this hard that would fulfill the the role of the Antichrist? I don't know of anybody else. The UN, those beautiful people who have already sucked away a large portion of the United States' ability to self-rule, the folks that wish to bring us the one world government, And then it says, Scherer National tells us this about Maitreya. This is from there. He has been expected for generations by all major religions. Christians know him as the Christ. And expect his imminent return. Jews await him as the Messiah. Hindus looking for the coming of Christians. We've already went over all this. Though many have claimed to be the Christ, just as the Bible says will happen, this particular guy has gone much further. His teachings contain far more depth and deception than anything Jim Jones or David Koresh could have ever dreamed up. Those of you who know the Bible describes the Antichrist will recognize it instantly. Try this on for size. Um, so this is another uh, statement from Sharon International. Preferring to be known simply as the teacher, Maitreya has not come as a religious leader or to be, or to found a new religion, but as a teacher and a guide for people of every religion and those of no religion. What he's going to do is he's going to create a one-world religion, and and we're going to look at that later, that that's his goal. He's not not coming here to destroy these religions, but rather to take these pre-existing religions and convert them into the one-world religion. Because, see, the infrastructure is already there. The infrastructure with Buddhism and Hinduism and Catholicism and apostate Christianity, it's already there. Why reinvent the wheel when you can use what's already there and bring everybody under one, the one world religion and you can be one big happy apostate family all on your way to the lake of fire? I mean, because that's his goal. That's his goal. So at this time... Of great po- Now, this is Share International. At this time of great political, economic, and social crisis, Maitreya will inspire humanity to see itself as one family. Remember, the one world, new world order, one world government, one world political system, one world religious system, one world currency. Will inspire humanity to see itself as one family and create a civilization based on sharing economic and social justice and global cooperation. He will launch a call to action to save the millions of people who starve to death every year in in a world of plenty. Among Maitreya's recommendations will be a shift in social priorities so that the adequate food, housing, and clothing, education, medical, blah, 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 under Maitreya's inspiration, humanity will will make the required changes and create a saner, more just world for all. Oh, yeah. But it's going to be basically, my way or the highway, don't do it my way, don't take the mark of the beast. Now, we're going to talk later about one of the requirements of Maitreya is going to be a, quote, initiation. Now, this initiation has been talked about by a lot of New Agers. And what it's going to actually be really be is the Luciferic initiation. And guess what that's going to be? The mark of the beast or get your head chopped off. That's going to be the Luciferic initiation. Okay, so that's what's coming. So, Eastwood goes on to say, Wow, what a great guy. Who could have any problem with a sweetheart like like Betraya? Me, for one. The Bible says, I kind of like the way he writes. He writes for tongue-in-cheek. The Bible says, I guess that's what I liked about this guy along. He just seemed like somebody that really... Was down to earth and, and not, you know, acting all holier than thou. And, and uh, he's had this sight up for quite a while. He says, the Bible says the Antichrist would deceive the vast majority of the world, that everyone will basically love him. Think about this. If Satan showed up with fangs, horns, and bloody claws, who would who would even stand there long enough to say hi? The Bible speaks of a beautiful man who will lure people in, by miracles, peace, and a very smooth tongue. Exactly what this guy is portraying himself to be. I mean, there's a lot of people that can't stand Prince Charles. I, for one. To me, he doesn't, just from the point of being likable, he doesn't seem like he could possibly fill the bill of the Antichrist model. This guy's going to come as the man of peace. He's going to solve all the world's problems. He's going to claim to be all these things that all these religions are waiting for. So far, Maitreya has been doing most of his communication through his channeler, Benjamin Cream. Now, when we hear that word channeling, that's basically just the demonic way that um, they communicate, okay, through channelers. They, they actually channel the spirits of these devils, okay, and Cream is the main one that he channels through. We're going to talk a lot more about that. Maitreya, uh, okay, hold on. I don't want to reread too much. Um, so I just kind of want to skim through this, because some of this I've already covered. Um, this is from Benjamin Cream. As modern man concerns, is concerned with today's problems, Betray has worked on many levels since 1977 to prepare humanity for his outward appearance. From behind the scenes, the outpouring of his extraordinary energy has been the stimulus for dramatic changes on many fronts including the fall of communism the Soviet Union and all these other stuff he's taken credit for. Outwardly, he has met his, with groups of journalists and influential leaders from all fields, informing them of his solutions to today's most pressing problems and the role they might play in the coming times. Since 1988, Matre has appeared miraculously throughout the world, mainly to orthodox religious groups, presenting, in the simplest terms, the greatest spiritual laws governing our lives. And through steadily increasing signs and spiritual manifestations, now widely reported in the media, which is all these line signs and wonders that we're getting the, the taste of, he has touched the hearts of millions, preparing them for his imminent appearance. We have something really unique right now to present. And, um, um Ronetta, part of our, our little small home Bible study here, she has an actual clipping from our local paper, from around 1979. Now, remember, when Benjamin Cream first came out, remember, Maitreya told him, he says, "My, I would be making my appearance within that first, within 20 years. Or in about 20 years. That would have been around 1979. It was at the same time that Maitreya came out with a full-page ad that he ran in these major papers around America. And this was put out by... Um, the Information Center of Amsterdam, the Terra Press, the Terra Center, and these are stationed in North Hollywood, New York, New York, London, and Holland. Okay? And they came out with this full-page ads, and, it was in, and I've got it. I'm reading from it right now. The world has had enough. Our hunger, of hunger and justice and war. Now, this was back in like, you know, around 79. In answer to our call for help as a world teacher for all humanity, the Christ is now here. Um... Now, later we're going to be talking about some billboards that were in Atlanta that I've got pictures of saying, you know, basically announcing Matreya, and, and, and it was Maitreyaishere.org. Now, these websites aren't viable anymore. But they had whole billboards when you drove into Atlanta in Cobb County where uh, where they had big billboards up on this. So this isn't something that, you know, is just like... I'm just talking about what happened last week. This is something... This is more of a spiritual battle that's been going on for a long time. Now this, this article says, how will we recognize the Christ? Okay. Now remember, this was in major newspapers all across America around 1979. It says, look for a modern man concerned with modern problems, political, economic, social. Since July 1977, the Christ has been emerging as a spokesman for a group of community in a well-known modern country. This was in London. He is not a religious leader, but an educator in the broadest sense of the word. Um, You will recognize him by his extraordinary spiritual potency. Ooh, impressive. The universality of his viewpoint. And his love for all humanity. He comes not to judge, but to aid and inspire. Hmm, isn't that nice? Who is the Christ? Throughout history, humanity's evolution has been guided by a group of enlightened men, the masters of wisdom. Again, these are these same ascended master devils. They have remained largely in the remote desert and mountain places of earth, working mainly through their disciples who live openly in the world. The message of Christ's reappearance has been given primarily by such a disciple trained for the task over 20 years ago. This is in Benjamin Cream there in reference to. At the spiritual center of the spiritual hierarchy stands the world teacher, Lord Maitreya, known by the Christians as the Christ. Um, And as Christians await the second coming, so, Jews await the Messiah. Who's the fifth Buddhist? You know, all that. Then, what is he saying? My task will be to show you how to live together peacefully as brothers. Simpler than you can imagine. Sure, just take the mark of the beast and, you know, get demonically possessed of the toenails and you all be one big, you know, like I said, happy satanic family. My friends, it requires only the acceptance of sharing. Uh, then, Betraya says, how can you be in contact within with the modes within... Reach of you which you now live, when millions starve and die in squalor, when the rich parlay, parade their wealth before the poor, when each man is his neighbor's enemy, when no man trusts his brother. Allow me to show you the way forward in a simpler way, where no man lacks, where no two days are alike, where the joy of brotherhood manifests itself throughout the world. Uh, when will we see him? He has not yet declared his true status. Now, this is in 79. His, and his location is known to only a very few, within one of these has announced that soon Christ will acknowledge his identity and within the next two months will speak to humanity worldwide through television and the radio broadcast. Now, this is the day of declaration they predicted within two months of running this thing. Well, I guess he's a little bit late on that two months. Because here it is, how many years later? You know, over 25 years later, he's still, yeah, he just maybe he's just a procrastinator. I don't know. Old Betraya just can't get the job done. So, he's saying here, he's going to do all this. Within two months, his message will be heard inwardly, telepathically, by all the people in their own language. We've already talked about this. From that time, with his help, we will build a new world. Now remember, they wanted to implement the New World Order a long, long, long time ago. They wanted 19, the book 1984 to be a reality. But see, it's not up to them. It's up to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's up to Father God. You know, it's not their decision. And then it says, without sharing there could be no justice, without justice there could be no peace, without peace there could be no future. Okay, enough of that drivel. Now, Nunetta has a friend, what's her name, Mrs. Mrs. Job. Mrs. Job, and she's actually quite elderly now, but she at the time... From a local standpoint, was it locally they did this? They pooled $75,000 together to run an ad campaign that biblically refuted what I just read you. And it was also a full page ad in the paper. Does she have a copy of that? And she did it in three major news outlets. One was the New York Times and and then probably the, who knows what else, maybe the Los Angeles Times and then one other. Okay? And that was done purely to refute the drivel that I just read from a biblical standpoint. So again, I think the Lord can use the body of Christ to counteract these things. I wish we were that proactive today. I don't think we as a church, as as the body of Christ, are that proactive. We're too Caught up in things, things are so you know spiraling out of control financially, particularly in America, and I know a lot of other places. And um, uh, they took this, and this was probably one of the main things the Lord used to push Metraeus' timetable back, because he he does use the body of Christ. Now God can do whatever He wants to do, but He chooses to use the body of Christ uh, many times through prayer and through their proactive uh, stance to battle and fight the works of the devil. So they took out full-page ads in these major newspapers across America to counteract this, and praise the Lord. You know, obviously this didn't happen. This was one of the many times that he was predicting he was going to make his emergence. Okay? So, this is a pretty big deal, and it's been going on for a while. I want you to understand that. So, I'm going back to this article from Eastwood. So at the earliest possible moment, Maitreya will demonstrate his true identity. On the day of declaration, which is what we just talked about, the international television networks will be linked together. Maitreya will be invited to speak to the world. They'll see his face on television, but each of us will hear his words telepathically. Uh, um, Even those who are not watching him on television will have this experience. At the same time, hundreds of thousands of spontaneous healings will take place throughout the world, and in this way we will know that this is the man truly of the world, humanity truly the world teacher of all humanity. And remember, the Bible clearly predicts in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 that God will send the strong delusion, that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth. So, you know, hey, just because you get healed doesn't mean it's from God. Period. Okay, we saw that last week on that New Age teaching. People are getting healed all over the world through witchcraft. Okay, most likely through these spirits of infirmity, are just kind of like calling off the dogs for a second. I mean, if Satan can get somebody hook, line, and sinker to be a poster boy for some uh, satanic agenda, don't you think he's going to call off those spirits of infirmity or whatever, at least for a time period, so that person is a, quote, believer? I mean, if he can get you to get into the lake of fire for all eternity, don't you think he would do that in order to deceive you? That's That's how a lot of these healings happen. Okay, Now, I'm not saying the Lord cannot heal, Okay, but if the Lord does it, it's going to line up with the way the Bible talks about that. And these don't line up with that. So, then, this is another thing from Benjamin Cream called the recognition of Maitreya. Very soon, the world teacher, we will see him. Uh, the question arises, will people recognize him? Not all men. Now, this is, this is Cream talking here. Not all men, however, will recognize Maitreya as the one awaited by all the nations. Steep deeply in the world's scriptures, however fragmented, and however discolored by time. Oh, I wonder what the agenda of what he just said there was. Well, basically he's saying these world scriptures are fragmented, they're inaccurate, and they're discolored by time. Oh, according to Benjamin Cream, the devil himself speaks, the devil's mouthpiece like, I, like, we want to believe anything that he says. Give me a break. So, what he's doing right there is basically trying to cast as much doubt on the Word of God as possible, which is exactly what Satan did in the Garden of Eden when he told Eve, Yea, hath God said. He questioned God's Word, which is exactly what this devil's doing right here. So then he says, uh, these scriptures, however fragmented, however discolored by time, many will turn away because of these these scriptures. Oh, well, praise God. At first, from the latest manifestation of God's continuing plan for the world, they will find it hard to reconcile Maitreya's simple and practical approach with their mystical expectations and dogmas. Oh, I guess that's what I've got going on. Mystical expectations and dogmas. Uh, Do not be surprised, therefore, by their angry and anxious rejection. See, they're trying to preliminarily they know a lot of people are going are gonna to come unglued. Okay, they know a lot of people are going to recognize this devil for what he is. See, I'm doing this teaching right now in a preliminary way so that a lot of people have already heard this. Just like a lot of people have already seen all these apparitions and miracles and, and you know, seen Maitreya pop up out of nowhere in their precondition. Well, I'm trying to precondition and prepare the body of Christ so that we can be actually armed and we'll, we will be able, actually, to give an answer for this deception when it comes about. Remember, the Lord's permitting it, but, you know, we need to have this, this answer. So then it says, ah, oh, this is unbelievable. This is from, he says, so, so do not be surprised, therefore, by their angry and anxious rejection. Now, you know this is primarily going to come from the fundamental Christians, Okay fundamental, Bible-believing, Bible-believing, born-again Christians. Okay, thus, then he says, thus it was in Jesus' time for him, for this stinking devil to compare, of all things, Jesus Christ with the rejection. Do y- y- you see what a silver-tongued devil he is? So he compares this to Jesus being, being rejected as Lord Maitreya in his rejection. So thus it was in Jesus' time, thus also it was when Buddha began his work. Thus too with Krishna. How dissent and condemnation. Thus has it always been when the new has presented itself to the old. Be not afraid. Therefore, when the men of the cloth raise their voices against the great name, the great Lord, naming him as the Antichrist and the Archdeceiver. See, they already know. They already know the labels are already being put upon him. This is cream talking here. For they know little of the laws which underlie their faith and act and speak from ignorance and fear. No, you're a liar, devil. That's exactly what you are. We don't speak from ignorance and fear. We speak from the Lord Jesus Christ and from his holy word. Woe unto them that call good evil and evil good, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter, and darkness for light and light for darkness. Woe unto Benjamin Cream, and every devil and demon that emanates and operates through him. So this is, that that was from Benjamin Cream. Okay, so continuing on, um, and and again, right now what I'm looking at here is is now the billboard that was photographed. um, Found on northbound I-75 in Cobb County, Georgia. This was shot in March of 1999. March 7th 1999 and it says who is Maitreya It's one big white billboard which is big black letters who's Maitreya and then it's www he's okay um, Now that website I don't believe is no longer viable but at one time it was and these were right on right on the side of the road um, I'm just showing everybody that that's the billboard. Oh, you saw it in person? Oh, you saw that driving up to... The... Oh, okay, so then I actually saw it in person. Now, I went to chiropractic college up there, um, but this was, I think, after I graduated. Oh, yeah, it's way after I graduated, because I graduated in '93, and this was in 99. So this is, you know, this is only what, eight years ago. Oh, there. she said there was people on, stopping on the side of the road taking pictures of this now here's another one this is another v- uh view of it um uh, who is matreya he's here Org. now this is this is just north of the canton exit on i seventy five northbound north of atlanta um so right there right there what taylor okay so this is uh, w- what it is it's the same billboard a few days later in the daytime so they got two shots of it and um So, this is from Eastwood's site. Now, we're going to go further now with what Eastwood... Now, what this Eastwood did... He went and saw Benjamin Cream speak. Ever hear about this? (laughs) Ho-ho! And it's entitled, What I Saw in Atlanta. Benjamin Cream came to Atlanta and spoke. Okay? Uh, This was on November 18, 1997. Benjamin Cream's lecture, Eastwood actually went to hear this devil speak, okay? Now, he's got part one and part two. I'm only going to hit the high points of part three, for time's sake, okay? Um, But suffice it to say, Benjamin Cream spoke, and he said all of his drivel. And then at the end, the people were invited to stay if they wanted to um, be what they call overshadowed by Lord Maitreya. Okay, now remember, Benjamin Cream's not there with Lord Maitreya. on a a podium. Benjamin Cream goes around and is the mouthpiece for Lord Maitreya. Lord Maitreya channels through him much like a witch or a medium will trans-channel a devil. It's the same thing. Okay? But they can avoid the whole plane fare thing, the dual plane fare, because, you know, Benjamin can go by himself, he can save a few bucks, you know, everybody's happy. So, um... This is at the end of, of uh, Eastwood's report, and he says, I have tried my best to report on this event from an unbiased standpoint. Now, I was, I- in fact, this was in a little mall that I went to on several occasions. There was a little, I guess there was a place they had to meet in there. And where they met was in the uh, outskirts of Atlanta. And I says, because I, I actually went to chiropractic college up there, so I'm familiar with this area. He says, I've tried my best to report on this event from an unbiased standpoint. But as you realize, I am also trying to point out the discrepancies of the Maitreya message. By this point in the evening, now this is this is while Benjamin cream is speaking, by this point in the evening, I had already decided Cream was not a kook, nor was he in it for the cash. I truly believed he truly believed in what he was divulging. He probably really does. Okay? Of course, I don't want to give him that much credit either sometimes, because I think these are devils that, that know what they're doing. Um whether this man's sincere, you know, or whether he knows he's duping the nation, I don't know. It really doesn't matter. And then it says, I have already been amazed at the beautiful complexity of Maitreya's lies long before I had decided to ever go to Atlanta and see this guy speak. And I had already attributed them to a mind more sordid and evil than a man's. For me, I was hearing the twisted gospel of Satan himself. See, this is the New World Order religion that we're talking about here. Remember, the Bible says in Daniel that the Antichrist will cause craft to prosper. Okay, witchcraft. That's that's the way that many witches refer to witchcraft as craft. And so, this is the gospel of Satan himself. All the stuff we've been talking about this day about you know housing for you know it's going to come in this real nice veneer where we're going to have. Universal health care, universal housing, nobody's going to be poor, everybody's going to be fed, everybody's going to be clothed, everybody's going to be sheltered, one world religion, one world government, every, one big happy family, so we can evolve into a higher whatever. This is the gospel of the Antichrist, okay? And it's very subtle, it sounds real nice, but that's the way he's going to come. How do you think he's going to see the whole planet? And um, so if we go further, after the questions, because they, ha- they had this question and answer session with Benjamin Cream, we were invited to stay for the, quote, overshadowing by Maitreya. And these hearty fans that had remained for the second half were not about to leave before this game was over. Few left, and I too stayed on to see what it was like. Did I mention that I had been praying nonstop? Did I mention that many folks back home and around the world were praying for me? Which is very, very wise. If you're going to go to one of these things, it's always wise to have true Bible-believing Christians praying for you. I talked about this last week a little bit, about where you can actually go to these events. Taylor, stop it. Where you can go to these events and actually pray against this type of thing. Actually, going in is really taking it to the next level. Um, I think that you know, you'd know you have to be make real sure that you were led of the Lord to do something like that. Okay? But, um... I mean, I think as an ambassador of Christ, the Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. What what right does this devil have to go and put out this satanic dribble that's going to take people to hell? You know? I think if more Christians did this, we would really see, we you know, we would, we would really see some amazing fruit from this. And that's why I'm trying to inspire people to do also. So, um... In short, I felt incredibly... This is Eastwood. In short, I felt incredibly comfortable at this point. No fear whatsoever. Because he was praying. He had people praying for him. If I had even a doubt, I would have hopped up and gotten out of there. But I was ready with the knowledge that Christ's blood was covering me and shielding me from any and all evil. Not only that, as a born-again Christian, you have the Holy Spirit living inside you. Not only that, with... The prayers, and as a born-again Christian, I believe you have angelic protection. Now, a lot of this is having the shield of faith. Because the Bible says, above all, taking up the shield of faith. You talk about putting the full armor of God on. Okay, this is something you definitely want to do prior to, to doing this. Uh, above all, having shield the shield of faith, wherewith you, you will be able to quench every fiery dart of the wicked. Okay, so this is a spiritual battle he's in. And then he goes on to say, I belong to Jesus Christ, and apparently he was not about to let Satan get his dirty claws into me. The three of us had fought that battle for many years already, and Christ had won. Okay, so this is the overshadowing. Benjamin had the folks lower the lights by about 50%. I guess, you know, to put everybody in the right mood. Ostensibly, to make the room more adaptable to meditation. It was a very simple room, twice as wide as it was long. Barren walls with fluorescent lighting, the type of room you see everywhere in the USA. There were no trap doors, no special lighting sources, nothing out of the ordinary that I could find. And believe me, I looked. I know theatrical and film lighting techniques, and I know what I saw. So he has a background in theatrical and film lighting techniques. And you're going to see why he mentions this a little bit later. So there we sat in a remarkably stoic room, waiting for Benjamin to call down his master. It wasn't that dramatic at all. Mr. Cream sat up in a straight, sat up straight, lifted his right arm with palm up, facing the audience. It almost looked like a wave from the Pope Mobile or a beauty, p- beauty pageant queen, except that he was entirely motionless. He then began to slowly, he then slowly, he then turned slowly to the left side of the room, where I was sitting. And he began staring at the first person. Ever so slowly, he made his way to the next, and then to the next. So slowly that one could barely scarcely see any movement at all. He did this for maybe 15 or 20 minutes. Crossing back and forth over the group six or eight times. Now, I had a similar experience of this. I went to a psychic with my mom. I've said this testimony before. And when we got in there, this psychic is very very much like this. They turned the lights down. The psychic, all of a sudden, the psychic's countenance It's totally changed. A different voice came out of the psychic's mouth. And I'm not lying, I'm serious, I saw this. And she started going around the room, reading every person's mail. And by that I mean telling them something about them that only the devils that were communicating through those people to the psychic could know. But see, they don't understand that this is a demonic communication. We have... We have... um, Remember, we're in a spiritual war. We have demons and these types of things around us that view things that happened to us in times past that can communicate with other devils. This is how psychics get their information. Okay? And it's no marvel that Satan can do such a thing. Remember, they're invisible. We're not. They have kind of an advantage over us. They hang around us their whole life. They know things about us that we would think nobody else could know. But they're invisible. Okay, so it's not a big shake for them to know these things. Um, So this lady at the psychic thing I was at, she went around the room and, and read everybody's mail, and she said something about my mom I never knew, and it was a big deal. And my mom confirmed it was true. You know, and you can understand why my mom's so caught up in this, because she's seen this, and to her it's more real than whatever. So... This is the same thing that Cream did, except he wasn't giving them, like, a word of knowledge. He was, I think he was trying to impart as many demons into each person as he could, most likely. So, I was in full-scale prayer at this point. This is back to this article from Eastwood. I was not about to accept any blessing from Maitreya, Benjamin, or whoever. I watched his every movement like a scientist, trying to decide if anything out of the ordinary was going to happen. I studied him and the crowd, and I noticed that most of the people were locked into Mr. Cream like zombies. But you better believe it. That's when I noticed it. It wasn't long after that, before I was the object of Benjamin Cream's deep, unearthly gaze. I almost think we should have some moon music at this point. You know, like in the horror movies. Get your popcorn out. Here it comes. Okay, here we go. His eyes seemed to be looking through the back of my head. I blinked to clear my vision, but it was still there. Perhaps I had been staring too long, and my vision was turning blurry. I glanced away a few feet from his head to the potted plant next to him, and it was gone. I looked back at the Benjamin, and wham, there it was again. The man was bathed in a strange glow. It was golden in color and extended to my peripheral vision. It was it was as though there were two layers of images. One was the normal image of a man sitting with his palm facing me, and the second was the same image, yet golden toned and softly defocused. The two images appeared to move against each other slightly in a random pulsing behavior. Now what you what is not real super advisable. It's well known in the occult that Many occultists will try to get you to make serious eye contact with them because this is one of the ways they can curse you or... um, And I'm not saying as a Christian you don't have protection. I'm just saying it's probably not the best idea to engage in a huge, long gaze with an absolute, total devil from the pit of hell. It's not exactly... You know what I mean? It's not exactly the best thing to do. I'm not saying Eastwood wasn't led of God here or whatever. It's just that... For the most part, please be very careful with doing something like this, okay? Um, Okay, so um, I showed everybody. He had some pictures up on his website of kind of example of what he saw, but I can't obviously relay that over the microphone. So it says, now, this is Eastwood, now I was very sober and quite aware of everything that was going on around me, which was nothing. Uh, Benjamin had continued pass by me now. And I glanced around the room again. Everything was virtually motionless. I could hear deep breaths, followed by shudders all around the room. Men and women were both tearing up from emotions unchecked. Mr. Cream made quite a few passes um, of the crowd, back and forth. And that gave me lots of time to experiment and come up with an explanation for this phenomenon. When he was looking directly at me, the glow was quite strong. Absolutely unmistakable. If I was to take my eyes off his body, even by a few feet, the glow stopped abruptly. It was not a sleepy vision type thing. For the moment, what I would look back at him, the glow would trigger immediately again. I could turn it on and off like a switch, just by shifting my eyes. Even if I only saw him from the corner of my eye, the glow was not there. But to look back, and boom, full on glow. The next thing that I noticed was that he gazed around the room, and the amount of glow... I saw would decrease as he got further off axis from me think of it as a lighthouse he was emanating the light it was not being shined on him I checked but it was there was not it, it was not that but it was not that kind of illumination I knew I would see no source lamp of any type and I was right that took it down to three explanations number one it was a hallucination which was very unlikely considering the circumstances and the fact that I had all my faculties intact. Two, it was a matter of hypnotism, which I discount because of both my constant prayer and my ability to do whatever I pleased. Three, it was a spiritual phenomenon. It was all that I had left, and it fit perfectly. Lucifer means light-bearer. Satan is the angel of light, and his visual tricks nearly always contain some spectacular phenomenon. Ghosts, UFOs, wandering lights, visions great point I think he makes. If this man was receiving a demonic power right in front of me, that was to be the best, best explanation available. More testing confirmed it. The glow was real and it came out of Benjamin Cream. Fine, so he glowed. He was also looking so deeply through my skull that I found myself engaged in a fierce spiritual battle. Fortunately, I have the greater power. The one who created his power and I was safe. However, if Mr. Cream truly is telepathic, Then he heard quite a mouthful from me, via the Lord God Almighty. I let him know that in no certain terms that he had no power over me, no business messing with a child of God. I also caught myself telling him, yes, I am Eastwood, as if he had asked. Amazing confidence flowed through me. See, when you get into a spiritual battle like this, and I've been in similar situations. I've been in situations far more intense than this. Uh, Not to say I think I'm better. I'm just saying there's been a couple times I've been in some serious... And he probably has too. What it does is, ultimately, it really gives, really increases your faith in a huge way. And you really see who has the power. That's why I don't think these are things we should shy away from. Because the spiritual battle is only going to get deeper and darker. And if we don't learn how to fight now, how are we, are we just going to want to, all of a sudden, day one day become big bad warriors for the Lord? Um, I think this is great. So, then he says, yes, I am Eastwood. Uh, amazing confidence flowed through me, which only grew as I became more and more aware of the battle that was going on. I wish I could have seen the tussle happening in the spiritual realm, which would actually be interested. The spiritual realm within that room, okay, so then he goes on, he says, and then it was over. Okay, this is Eastwood. Benjamin leaned forward and mumbled something into his microphone, and we all filed out. I was closer to the door, so I was one of the first ones into the waiting room. When I turned to watch the others exit, they were slowly emerged, stunned, awed, that deer-in-the-headlights look. They didn't stumble, but they looked wasted and disoriented. Some were smiling in an etheric dippiness. Whoa, what words? While others seemed to be totally lost, tearing, tears were being wiped from cheeks. Small gasps of disbelief were heard all around. Everyone else had experienced something Just as intense as he had. Now, I have a a little note here. Do you think these people, after going to see old Benji boy, demon man speak, do you think that there's any hope of them ever getting saved? Now, I know with the Lord all things are possible. But, do you think if there was any doubt in their minds prior to going into this room, that they had any doubts afterward because they had this big, spiritual, heartfelt, emotional, demonic experience... They're basically going to be like little walking billboards for Lord Maitreya now. Which is exactly the point of Benjamin Kareem doing these meetings. Satan's mission accomplished. Um, These people were deeply, deeply moved and changed going into this. Then then Eastwood said, I turn to go saddened by seeing these folks reduced to a quivering group that they had become. Stunned silence filled the whole area with an otherworldly eeriness pervading. As I walked down the hallway to the door, I sidled up alongside a woman at about the age of 40. I quietly asked her about the the end of the evening. And said, what were those last words that he said? And she says, um, I think, thank you. And then Eastwood, oh, okay. And then he asks her, he says, did he glow?" Now he's asking a a lady who's not a Christian that was there, did he glow? And then she answers, yes, with exclamation points. Her eyes go very wide and she catches her breath. Like I said, hook, line, and sinker. And And then Eastwood says, did it stop if you looked away? And then she says, yes, and it was golden, and, and, and then it stops. She spoke very quickly, described it just the way... That I had been writing it in my head. We had not been dreaming. She told me that she felt stunned. I said I don't doubt it, knowing that she had not been protected in the way that I had. I felt sorry for her, but I knew there was no chance to reach her. She had seen something that would take weeks to deal with, and that was all too evident. We walked separately to our cars, shaking our heads and breathing deep gulps of the fresh night air. Conclusion: This is real. I still don't know what it is for sure, but it is very real. Well, it's it's demonic. It's absolutely real, but it's demonic. Satan's going to come with all lines, signs, and wonders. These are the preludes to this all happening. Okay? So, I I, I kind of wanted to include that to give you some background. This is a guy that's actually experienced this firsthand as a born-again Christian. And this, this happened back in 97. Okay? So, and, you know... Matreya's website's been up a long time. We've talked all the way back to 1979 when he ran the article in the in the paper. So I'm trying to establish a really big foundation here just so we can understand where this guy's coming from. Now, um, this is an update on Maitreya. Now, I don't know if you know this, but Art Bell actually interviewed uh, Benjamin Cream. Art Bell, you know, he had like the number one internet-rated talk show on the planet. And... Um, uh, It's called Coast to Coast. There's another guy doing it now. But Art Bell actually interviewed Benjamin Cream. And I'm just going to give you a brief snippet here. Uh, For those of you who listen to Art Bell, uh, Benjamin Cream was interviewed Friday night, July 1998. The following is a picture of Benjamin Cream, and you can see this picture. Uh, In the interview in which Art aptly calls Matreya, Batreya, well, how surprised; I didn't think he would actually do that, but he did. Kareem immediately began twisting scripture of Daniel and Revelation. Now, we've already seen how these devils twist scripture. I mean, the, the leap of logic and the stretch where, where, where Lord Maitreya comes back on a plane from Pakistan to London, and they say, oh, this fulfills the biblical thing of him coming in the clouds and coming as a thief in the night because they didn't know he was going to show up. <laughs> Come on! Unbelievable! Cream immediately began twisting scripture in Daniel and Revelation. Now, why would it matter? Why does it why does he why does it seem like Cream and these devils always seem to focus on Christianity in the Bible? I haven't really heard them trying to justify themselves from a Buddhist standpoint or from a Hindu standpoint. It seems like it's really focused in. Well, if you were the devil, what would you want to focus on? The only source of truth on the, on the planet, which is the Word of God? Well, that's what they're doing. So he says. He starts twisting scripture, and then he says, with regard to the Antichrist, Benjamin Cream says, I'm paraphrasing now, um, that the scriptures cannot be taken literally. Well, this is something you hear a lot. I get people emailing me, telling me you can't take the scriptures literally, particularly in Revelation or Daniel. Well, that's exactly what the devil wants you to think. Don't take them Literally. Well, the mark of the beast isn't literal. It's symbolic. I've heard this one a lot. Well, you know what? That's going to be some kind of symbolism that you get in your right hand or your forehead. And I've got two teachings I've done on the mark of the beast you can go listen to. And um, I'm not being totally dogmatic about saying, well, I know exactly how it's going to be implemented. It's most likely going to be some type of tattoo in combination with a microchip, I think, from from a biblical standpoint. Not being able to buy or sell without it. You know, there's got to be some type of information tracking system in there. I don't believe it can just be a tattoo and be able to store that type of information. But... Benjamin Cream says that the scriptures cannot be taken literally, but are symbolic and must be interpreted from today's world view. For example, the Antichrist is not a man, but a destructive energy or force to break down the world in order to prepare the way for Lord Maitreya. What? You talk about a devil. So this is... Cream says the Antichrist is not a man. Now, definitely, you know, it's definitely a recommended thing that you want to go to Benjamin Cream to interpret the Bible for you. I mean, that, that's really, I mean, as a Christian standpoint, I mean, who else better to go to to interpret the Bible than essentially the devil's mouthpiece, Benjamin Cream, who says that the scriptures are not literal, the Antichrist is not a man, but just a destructive energy, or forced to break down the world in order to prepare the way for Christ or Maitreya. Now, this does line up with the fact of the predicted World War III, which, um... You know, it was clearly predicted by Albert Pike, who wrote *Moles and Dogma*, which is like the Bible of the Masons. The Masons. And he said there was going to be any, uh, World War III, and that World War—we've already had World War One, World War Two. World War Three was going to be between Israel and its allies and the Arab nations, and and out of the ashes of World War Three was going to arise the Antichrist. So, this Antichrist—they're going to say—is the destructive force, basically, that leads us into World War Three which will actually prepare the way for the Christ, or Lord Maitreya, to make his emergence. Fits together perfectly from what we've been talking about for a long time. If you want to hear more about that, listen to all the teachings I've done on Israel, and Iran, and the coming world war that's most likely going to happen. And then he says, it was released, this, this spirit of Antichrist was released under Nero in Rome, circa 70 AD, to prepare the emergence of the to prepare the emergence of the Christian church. Oh, thanks, Benjamin, for clearing that up for us. You know, you're just solid all the way around. I mean, talk about just ludicrous statements. And then he says, and then through Hitler, the spirit of Antichrist, um, a group in Japan and around Mussolini defeat the Axis powers, blah, blah, blah. Uh, This will then allow the emergence of peace for 2,350 years to 5,000 years. During the Aquarian Age, again, is going to be the king of the Aquarian Age. And until the true Armageddon, beginning in the Capricorn Age, 3,000 years later. Whatever. You talk about twisting scripture. I mean, this guy, this guy doesn't have a clue. Um... And then after the Armageddon of the Capricorn age occurs, then the Antichrist energy will no longer be released, but only the Christ consciousness. Oh, good, I'm glad he cleared that up for me. You might as well, if you follow this guy, just throw out the Bible, because, you know, he's about as far from the Bible as you could get. And then, um, he says, Benjamin Cream says, Matreya was not born as a baby, but as a man. And can take on any shape through esoteric means and by directing his energy level can appear in any form or appear or disappear at will. He later says that although UFOs exist, abductions are only illusionary. Oh, all these people, that millions that claim they've been abducted worldwide. It's just a big illusion. Okay? And, and if you want to know more about the whole UFO abductions, listen to my teachings on the UFOs, the Nephilim, and all that other stuff. Because the days of Noah... Uh, If you want me to email you all of these, what I've done recently is I've taken a lot of the subjects that I've talked about that overlap, and I've put them into one cohesive email that I can send out where you can listen to all the teachings. You know, it's like one-stop shopping. And again, like I said, what I've tried to do is make this as easy as possible for you so you can get all this in one fell swoop. Not to say that I'm the purveyor of all knowledge either. I'm just saying I'm trying to to get this out in a cohesive format. So, if we go further, uh, Kareem says, he later says, although UFOs exist, abductions are only illusionary in the sense that people are seeing beings because they are only able to see in the higher esoteric regions. Ah, So everything out of this guy's mouth is basically a lie, is what we're basically seeing here. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and close out part two there. We'll go to part three here shortly.